What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Baseball's back. Oh. Baseball's back, baby. Is that all you got? Very exciting. Well, you know, it's a great way to... It's a great spot to start. I'm excited that we've got the Padres hot tub back, man. We can, we can fire up the hot tub. You know, fire I've been in up. hot tub limbo. Fill it up. Plug it in. Clean out the jets. Clean out the filters. It is time. Baseball is back. I, I there's there's really I, not much time. April seventh is really soon. April. I thought it was April fourteenth. Is it April seventh? That it's April seventh. April fourteenth will be the home opener. The Padres will start oh, on the road in Arizona. Oh, that's that's where I got mixed up. Um. So are they doing? Spring training games? Do we have a schedule for spring training games? No, I don't think so yet, but I know they're all having to report by Sunday, I think. So I'm sure that'll they'll probably just pick up whatever the schedule is after a week or so, but But um, then do what with the 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 in between time? Just hang out? Ramp up. I mean, usually you get three, like at least a week or two to ramp for the pitchers and catchers. You get two full weeks to ramp up before no, no, they no, even it, think about playing games. Oh yeah, well that too. But no, what I meant is like if they just play the games that are on the spring training schedule, that leaves them with you know a, I think like a week of no games, um, maybe even more than that. So I'm wondering what they're doing with the in between time. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, Craig. We can talk about baseball. This is the first time that you and I have been able to discuss baseball in about three months without you being like a curmudgeonly get off my lawn. I'm not, there is no baseball. Yeah, there is no baseball. I'm not talking about it. The fucking owners, like we can just talk about like, who's going to be the left fielder. Like, that's a fun thing. Like, we we can Soon. talk we can talk about like I uh, is 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 Denelson Lamette signed is he a Padre is he a free agent I don't know like I'm about to figure this shit out I'm gonna dive head first into it as soon as I have a second to but either way like for some reason and probably because it was protecting itself in that way that like when you're uh, you know a, a abused in some way shape or form your your brain like kind of reverts back to like happy thoughts like. I, my brain would not let me imagine like you and I going down, having a beer at Bottle Rocket, uh, eating some greasy food we shouldn't eat, walking down to the stadium, sitting in the seats, cracking open another beer, like got the skyline, the beautiful sunset, all that, and just like baseball in front of us until right now. Right now is the first time I've been able to get excited about that kind of idea in in a very long time and i'm i I gotta tell you i'm very excited about it i I can tell i can tell you're in a euphoric state i I think i'm still processing it to be honest john i mean this is group therapy this is what we do we come together we talk about our feelings it's exclusively live to our patrons for everyone listening to this podcast uh, the next day you know there's there's a stage right now which has got over 20 people hanging out and listening and all of them are going to have the opportunity here momentarily to jump in and share their thoughts and their feelings about baseball being back. I, I am. I'm processing it. You know, I just said to James a couple minutes before I walked in here, you know, hey, we're going to talk about baseball. You know, we're going to actually get to go to games this year. Uh, and that's exciting. He's like, yeah, cool. And I mean, when I say that, especially because we're not in the COVID scare situation that we've been in, you know, last year where he well, was kind of uncomfortable. Well, come on. Let's not go jinxing things, Craig. 
Let's not go jinxing things. It's not the same as it was. We we, we should be in a better situation. Uh, and God only knows there'll be fucking murder hornets tomorrow or whatever, you know, a, a plague of jello bees. But some something will happen. But uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to go and experience normal baseball, you know, in the summertime. Uh, so that's, that is cool. And that is exciting in the general sense. I'm still a little like, what the hell is about to happen? You know, the, the, the doors of the saloon just swung open this evening, right? The GMs had a call and now it's like Ali Ali Austin free, but of course they can't all announce 20 deals in the first hour or else everyone will know they were cheating. So when has baseball ever cared about covering its tracks when it comes to cheating? Well, apparently today, because it's been four hours. So it's already proven. It's been four hours and there hasn't been as 20 different guys signing. My theory is that like they don't show that they're cheating. My theory is that it came together so fast that like all these GMs are still like drunk. And so they're like a little gun shy. Like they're like, wait, shit, shit. I can't do this yet because I'm still I had like seven daiquiris with lunch. And then this news broke and I'm like, I'll just call people tomorrow. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, the 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 thing that like it's really funny this whole time I've been like, oh, I don't even know what to think about the Padres, whatever. I'll worry about it when the lockout's over, blah, 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 blah. And like the second the lockout was over, my brain went right back to like, who's going to be the left fielder? Like it's it's apparently been sitting in the back of my head, just waiting for the moment to jump up and scream for months now. And now all I want to talk about is who's going to be the left fielder for the San Diego Padres. And then, like, question B is, like, who's going to be the catcher for the San Diego Padres? And these are questions that I actually, like, I want to dig into. I don't just want to say, like, yes, let's let's spray the champagne. Uh, I brought two beers. Uh, one one is to celebrate and the other oh. is to, to celebrate again. But I, I, I just I want to talk baseball. Like, I, it's Mike Clevenger is in the rotation, dog. Like, we're, we're back. We are back. Can we at least figure out what we're coming back to before we start talking Baseball, about? I mean, it's like, no uh, different. What? They they agreed to the same thing with some numbers changed. It doesn't change a goddamn thing for you or me, except for the fact. Except for the fact, this is important. This is important because there are some people that are listening right now that have not been paying attention, and I want them to know they will never, ever, ever again have to watch a pitcher try and hit, and I like that. Yeah is fantastic i'm so happy about that okay there's a lot to talk about from this i i I know you're you're doing the you know celebration cool in the gang nothing else but that's spray the champagne spray the champagne i'm i'm not even interested in the conversations you're having right now i want to know what's going on i want i want information and, and this is what I'm seeing right now. Okay. I'm seeing that the minimum salary is now $700,000. And that's okay. a lot. Sure. That's, that's a lot. That's a, that's a 25% increase essentially uh, of the minimum salary. So that's a significant change in the financial structure of the game. Uh, it's going to raise up uh, rise up to almost $800,000, $780,000 in the last year of the deal. Um, the CBT, we were over it. Now we're under it. That does impact you. <laughs> it impacts well, it, the it, team. It, it impacts, impacts everything. Yeah, it impacts who's going to play left field for sure. So it's two hundred thirty million dollars now, and it goes up to two hundred forty-four million by two thousand twenty-six. Um, do you think? You know, uh, the, do you think? The, do you think Daddy Seidler was happy about that, or do you think he was like, "Damn it! Like they're now they're never going to let me not spend it." I think he's probably happy about it. And Ron Fowler's sad. Um, but I, I also don't think it just is an automatic that we should jump over the tax. I mean, there's the whole Hosmer Myers thing, you know, that's really, that only gave us like $15 million. So that's, oh, well, who's in left field. I mean, that's it. You're already over the tax, a left fielder. Now you're over the tax again. So we're still right up against it. It's not. It's not like we've gotten relief. We're we we got like a two weeks relief. You know, we did, we didn't even get a month's rent here. Okay. Continue. Um, Twelve team postseason. Oh yeah. Best, how, I, how how mad are you about that? Um, I prefer it to fourteen. 
So, all right. So, so twelve. So there's there's the east, the central, the west. So each division winner gets in, right? So that's six. So are there six wild cards? No. Well, yeah, the six division winners across two leagues, and then yeah, each league would have presumably the next three best records. Cheat three wild card teams per league. Fuck me. Well, it was two currently. It's one I more. I know. It's just that's a lot. <laughs> I feel like I'm reteaching you this game for the first time, John. <laughs> I look. I I you know I've been checked out on this. I wasn't gonna follow the back and forth and all the nonsense. I said I'd catch up when it happened. Here I am. It happened. Well, catch and me then up. when I told you it was time to learn it, you're like, I don't care who's in left. I mean, I'm still worried about left fielder, Craig. Can we, you know, Rob Manford's like, I love my low information baseball fans. Can we flip Austin Nola for left fielder? Let's discuss. Um, there was, there is now going to be like the NFL. There's going to be a rules committee, and and beginning in 2023, there's going to be a winter 45 day window where a joint committee can create and impose rule changes. So we'll start to see these changes. No, we won't. That are no, tested. Craig, every, 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 every committee associated with baseball is filled with the, you, you've seen the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt, right? And, and the scene where there's like, he's, he walks in and all of his scouts are 85 years old and talking yeah, about prospects. That's not and what how, they're talking about. And how, and how they're they, not saying putting nope. the old scouting committee together. <laughs> um, no, I'm telling you every single one of these committees that they've, that they've promised. And so far you've only discussed one and I'm I'd like, I don't even know if there's more, I'm just going to assume there's more. And they're all going to be filled with 900 year old white men who are like protecting the game for what it means. So that it's like, it's not, it's horseshit. It, they're not going to change anything. Okay. Well, I completely disagree. I think cool. that you're just hot taking that. Um, they, they're for, talking about these up. very specific things, larger bases, banning the shift, uh, a pitch clock. These are things that are being tested in the minor leagues right now. And absolutely baseball wants to impose these new rules and they want to do it this year, but they're going to do it next year in a, and it's not some stuffy old blue ribbon committee. It's a, it's the owners and the players on a joint committee. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I wanted to iron that out. You it felt like a comedy riff. It's not that wasn't anything like what they're doing. What they're doing is baseball wants to make these changes. There will be rules changes. Look, like this one, a universal designated hitter. That just happened. Fantastic. Um, All about that. The Kevin Quackenbush memorial rule. Teams can no longer option eligible players more than five times a season. Yeah, that's that, a that's a strange one. Like that's I, something. Yeah, that's no. not nothing. It, it's really it's a it's a big thing against roster manipulation. Yeah, and like I I, I mean you gave the Quackenbush uh, reference, and I'm assuming he he went up and down like twenty times in a season because there are players that go up like up and down like twenty times in a season. Um, and I always felt really bad for them, so like I'm kind of okay with this, but yeah, it's it's gonna make teams really have to think twice about calling guys up. Um, which is probably a good thing, all, all in all. Yeah. Um, now, there are two measures added that are with an intent of trying to limit teams doing service time manipulation. So um, the players who finish first and second in the league, in both leagues, in Rookie of the Year, will get a full year of service time, even if they were called up you know, in a, in May or in early June or whatever. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. So that, that's kind of a Chris Bryant rule right there. Um, don't hold me out until May 3rd and then call me up and I win rookie of the year. Wait, but and that's, also, that's bullshit. That's like, you have, you have an unfair, like the, the Dodgers and the Cubs and the Yankees have an unfair advantage. Cause like they get, they, they more often than not get like if they have a good rookie all of a sudden that rookie's in consideration for rookie of the year because they have so many fans and it's such huge fan bases and such influential like sports writers in their town whereas you know fernando tatis jr didn't even win rookie of the year did he yeah wait no pete alonso right yeah, exactly. Exactly my point. But, John, ass, you, it, it ISIS is second, loving but you, Pete Alonzo because he was in New York. You're, 
but my friend, you've got it backwards. It's not an advantage. It's a disadvantage. If you were trying to have less than a full year of service time, if you called up a guy in May, so you're going to try and get an extra year, but you're, you're such a notorious franchise that they get rookie of the year consideration. Oh, then you and get finished first. You, you, that player is given a full year of service time. Okay. All fine. Right? So All right. We, fine. I like it now. I like it now. Furthermore, a team like the Padres that promoted a player to the opening day roster who finishes among the top vote getters for major awards would that would lead to draft picks being awarded to the Padres under the new system. So if you have a good player, CJ Abrams, and you decide to promote him on opening day and he winds up being a top whatever, I, they don't, this is a, a news story, so it doesn't have exact specific top three, top five, whatever. Uh, then you would get a commensurate draft pick. Hey, wait! Um, I know, I know, I know of another new rule that uh, benefits um, the Padres because they're in the the National League and not the American League, which is pl- like when teams have to go to Canada to play the Blue Jays because that's the only Canadian baseball team in Major League Baseball these days, right? Uh, if you are unvaccinated. You are not allowed in. You cannot play. You do not get paid for those games either. So just by not playing the, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays as much as the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox, you know, Padres can just load up on unvaccinated players. It'll be awesome. (laughs) Called the Eric Hosmer rule. Okay. Okay. Um. There, there, there's going to be advertising patches like the NBA on jerseys and helmets now. Um, and this one, I think, is bullshit. There is a six-team draft lottery. Yeah, that is not going to impact tanking in any way, shape, or form because the baseball draft is not the football draft, is not the, the NBA. The first pick and the sixth pick can be all the teams that didn't pick Mike Trout. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that once in a generation that really matters that there's a Strasburg or a Harper. And, and most of the time, the first pick and the sixth pick are a matter of opinion. That's not going to change anyone's idea on tanking. Okay. And that those are the uh, those are the major planks of the new CBA. And there's five the- years of baseball. So we don't have to worry about this uh, for for the length of our maybe Democratic Republic or at least for the next five years. And the international draft that they were fighting over, it just stays the same. There's no international draft. They are have until July to decide on it. And if the players agree to an international draft, which would be a uh, hard slot 16 round draft of players outside of the U.S., Puerto Rico or Canada um if they agree to it then there will no longer be draft pick compensation attached to signing free agents and why hasn't um answer me this why hasn't Preller made a trade yet doesn't want to be fairly accused of cheating I already sold I already told you yeah I don't buy that at all um all right on to the questions that I care about Okay. Who's playing left field? Who's closing? Because I'm looking at a list here and a very unofficial list. I won't even tell you where it's from of the Padres current right now roster. Would you like to wager a guess as to whom they have listed as the team's closer? Mm, I got to say, I Kid they signed from St. Louis. It's not the kid they signed from St. Louis. I got to say, it's not someone that I would be like horribly upset about if the team. Oh, is it Pomerantz? No, I actually would be kind of upset if they named Pomerantz the closer. Probably who it'll be. That dude is never going to be healthy ever again. Um, No, it's I'll I'll let you have I'll let you have one more guess and and the only hint I'm going to give you is it is one of your favorite relievers on the you know Padres of the last few years. Oh, Emilio Pagan? No, not your like that wasn't a joke. I wasn't being sarcastic. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. Who is it? Uh, uh, Pierce Johnson. Uh, well, I mean, I, see, again, uh, that's not my favorite player on the Padres in the last few years. What I didn't say talking? a favorite player. I said he's he's one of your favorite guys in the bullpen. Well, I mean, he's. I guess he was one of the fewest or the least likely to completely implode. <laughs> I think right. they were all he's, guilty he's, of that in the last 34 games. But. He's he's Mr. Reliable. He's got grease stains on his hat. Uh, he's about as good as a, a closer as you're going to find uh, in this this. Uh, whatever I'm, like I'm already Suarez is supposed to be our closer the the signing out of japan i know he is and he's he's gets he makes more money than pierce johnson so it makes sense and and drew pomerantz makes more than both of them combined so where are we now um i'm excited baseball's back Does our roster have enough time with all of our weird rickety pitchers to be ready on April 7th. I submit to you, we are back to Padres baseball of the last two years. I, th- I think we're five-inning starters, eight-man relief every night. What are you talking for... about? Mike Mike Clevenger just got like an extra week to get healthy. Uh, Denelson Lamette just got an extra week to get healthy. Drew Pomerantz, the aforementioned Drew Pomerantz, his, his elbow's feeling great. His forearm's not so tight because he had an yeah. extra week of rest. Yeah. I, I, that's I've always felt this is going to be a disadvantage, and this is this is my primary concern. I, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing, well, maybe in 2023 when we have a full spring training, we'll have that pitching <laughs> staff that we always dreamed of. That's if we have, if we ever actually get another full spring training ever again. Uh, joining us in group therapy, probably to celebrate the Padres or perhaps to to shed some tears about his uh, sinking standings in our, our fantasy basketball league is Jeff. Jeff, how are you? Yeah, oh, come on. That, that, that's not nice. <laughs> I was, a beautiful, I, it's you, a beautiful day. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And then you drop that on me. Telling ever since stopped. I made the trade, by I think it's ever since I made the trade for Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's been fantastic, so I can't complain about him. Right. But, uh, so, so I, I only I have one request of the Padres. I only want one thing. You want What's them that? to trade Austin Nola? Me too. No. Go to the swag chain. No, what? No. Well, the Rocky. Hey, Rocky's got. She still Jesus, has the swag. I forgot chain. about the swag chain. The swag tag. Uh, I want Nabil Chris Matt starting on opening day. That's, That's all I want. Probably Chris Matt not gonna... Is he probably. even still on the team? I don't even know. Uh, not according to the thing I'm looking at, but that doesn't mean. Oh much. no! We're, oh, they got to get him back. Let me check. I want. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you yeah. go. I want that this summer, and if I don't have it, I'm going to be very sad. You want him as Wikipedia, the opening as he day still plays, plays opening day starter? Oh, he he is. On the, he is going to be. He's going to win the Cy Young Award if they give him a chance. He is actually on the active roster uh, as of oh. right now. Along with uh, someone named Efren Contreras, who I've never heard of before in my life. Mm. They seem like, wait, hold on. There's like fake names on this roster. Who is Ray Kerr? That's the that's the left-hander, uh, the left-hander that we picked up in trade for Frazier. I'm sorry. How is your name Raker and you're a pitcher and not a hitter? Because it's two names... What? Is it Ray Kerr or is it Reacher? Ray Kerr? Maybe it's Reacher. Maybe it's like the 6'5", guy that hits bombs. Yes. Twisted Steel. Yes. Throwing at 98. He bunts home runs. <laughs> but uh, he stares at the pitcher and the pitcher walks away. That's his <laughs> version of a walk-off. No, I'm just uh, – I'm, ha- I'm sure I speak for everybody. Just so – and I was, a, I was a doom and gloomer. Unlike you guys last week, I was a they're not playing at all this year guy. Uh, I really didn't think that this was going to happen. So I'm particularly excited today. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, we're able to do this and talk about this. And, uh, you know, as long as Freddie Freeman doesn't go to the Dodgers, all, all will be well. Oh, my gosh. I saw it. I already read something that said it right. was likely. <laughs> Yeah, this this would be one time where I wouldn't be upset if the Yankees got somebody like that. Right. Come on. Yeah. Ooh, wow. From the Red Sox fan. Uh, well, you know, I've, you know, we've lived out here now for uh, seven years. So, you know, the, the, 
it's shifting. It, it, every year it shifts a little bit more. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I guess, so now I guess, and I, I don't expect you guys to have any idea about this, but it occurred to me tonight, and I, I joked about it on Twitter with you guys earlier today, but now we got to figure out how we're going to be able to watch the games, all of us uh, streamers. Oh, oh my gosh, I know. I know. It's my worst nightmare. Has there been, will there, do you think there will be any movement on that front between now and April 7th as far as, I know there was some chatter about, Teams trying to have their own streaming services, and I wonder now that this has been settled, they will go back to trying to figure that out. Jeff, it's been it's been like over a year. This bullshit. Like there there are entire markets that are just losing out on the Denver Nuggets haven't been able to broadcast any of their games in the city of Denver for two years. Like Bally's does not give a shit, or whoever owns Bally's does not give a shit. Um, yeah, I, I thought I had read the teams themselves like the actual team like from within the league we're gonna start trying to come up with their own streaming services they don't have the rights they sold the like here's the thing the padres cash a check every year to with many millions attached to it so that they their games get broadcasted exclusively on bally san diego or whatever the hell it's called uh, yeah. That means that means they don't own the right to broadcast their own games until that contract is up, and I think that contract still has about ten years left on it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I guess that I, I would hope at some point that baseball would be able to focus on that problem, or you know, get get rid of the blackout, something. It's you know again for all the talk about how the lockout is you know driving fans away. To me, not I would think not being able to watch the games is not something that baseball wants. And I would hope that maybe now that the dust is gonna clear on this that they can focus on that because boy are they behind the times on that. Jeff, I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn into the Joker if people keep saying things like this. Like what about the last month has you convinced that baseball gives a shit about its fans? Oh, I I have no nothing. Yeah, you were like, you're like, I, I don't think, I don't think baseball doesn't want the fans to be able to watch. Baseball doesn't care. Like they're now cashing checks from Apple, from from NBC to, to broadcast games on Peacock. As long as the checks clear, they don't give a shit about the fans. Like that, that much no. is, is painfully obvious. Yeah. No, that's that is true. That is true. But uh, if if Nabil Chris Matt gets 35 starts this year, then it's all good. I guess, I guess so. Hey, uh, let's. I'm 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 staring at the roster. I have a question for you, Jeff. Before I let you go, who is Stephen sure. Wilson? Mister and Mrs. Wilson's son. Definitely true. Wow, way to generalize with your uh, heterosexual tilt. How do you know his? He's, he's not. He's not. You know, the son of uh, two women, two men. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, some, or, or, or two, two, guessing or two, on the pronouns, guessing on the pronouns. Yeah, or two, or two. Maybe it's two people that don't have uh, pronouns at all. Um, and the occupation. I'm safe on my bet. Steve Wilson was he in the Beach Boys? Uh, that was you're thinking of Brian. Brian. Yeah, that's Brian. Brian or his brother, who's we all forgot what his name is. Uh, to answer your question uh, or my question, it appears Stephen Wilson. Uh, pitched for the El Paso Chihuahuas last year. Oh. Um, so that's that's who Stephen Wilson is. He got called up. He's on the active roster. He's a relief pitcher. Uh, he looks like he might be a redhead or at least have a red beard and long hair. Maybe he fills in for Paddock while Paddock recovers from whatever horrible surgery he needs to have. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps 
accepts, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ryan Weathers, comeback player of the year. What do you think? <laughs> Probably I'll not. Take it. But I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Sounds thanks, Jeff. Good. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you. There he goes. There goes Jeff. There he goes. Uh, hilariously enough, um, I mentioned Jeff uh, falling like a stone in our, our fantasy basketball league. And about 10 seconds later, uh, the next guest on our show started making transactions in the league. So obviously I served as a reminder. I improved his team tonight and he might actually <laughs> owe me some money. Hey, Caleb, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, don't worry, Jeff. I am a way behind you in the standings. I'm getting my ass whooped in this league. You're going to do fine um, in Survivor, though, I'm sure. Let's go. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully my second pick works out a little bit better. <laughs> my first pick was the first person eliminated. It was awesome. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. I don't know. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just not good at fantasy, I guess. Well, hey, look, as long as the next, as long as your second pick wins it all, then you, you still get half the pot, so you're good. All right, let's let's hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so what's going on, man? You just excited for baseball to be back? Oh, very, very excited. Summer night tradition of cracking open a couple cold libations, cheering on the Padres and talking smack when they uh, mess up in the uh, uh, live uh, watch party channel. Oh, it's going to be fun. Watch party is back. Now you're getting me excited. Like, watch party is back. How long will it be till everyone hates Tevin again? Or will we all love, or, or, or are we all back to, we all now understand because now we all know each other and it's been long enough. So it's going to be all fun. No, the second that someone commits an error or grounds out with the bases loaded, we'll all be upset again. But it's okay. We do it together. And then we talk about it here. Okay, uh, over-under, this is for both you guys, over-under on number of positions played for one Fernando Tatis Jr. this year, 1.5, over or under? Over. I'm going to take the under. Does wow. DH count as a position? No, no, I thought about that. DH, I mean, it probably should, but in this in this scenario that I'm inventing in my head, it does not count. We're talking defensive positions. Okay, that's how I interpreted it. I didn't even consider the universal DH or else the automatic answer, just like you said, Caleb is over because he will 100% right, play some yeah. DH Jesus, this year. Yeah. But uh, if it if the real question is shortstop or not shortstop in the field, I think he plays only shortstop this year. Yeah, I think I think about the same. Um, I don't see him wanting to go back out to the outfield after his comments. Uh, coming back to uh, after uh, getting injured last year, I don't think he really wants to do anything but be a shortstop. I would not be opposed to Fernando Tatis Jr. eventually moving to first base. That's just me. Um, partly because uh, he has the, the the frame to do so, the personality to do so, and it would mean that Eric Hosmer is not playing first base. So I'm going to continue rooting for uh, Tatis getting a few starts at first base in addition to some games at DH and a whole lot of uh, shortstop, hopefully with a very healthy shoulder. We shall see. Um, despite what Jeff said, the opening day starter is definitely you darvish right yeah okay i wonder if they can set it up where like musgrove can get the first start the first home start i feel like that's going to be an important one for him oh you know what else if we're starting in arizona that's where you is always terrible it's true you's like horrible in arizona so maybe he should be our fourth starter yeah should just go like have now musgrove Clevenger, and then save Darvish. All right, over under ten wins for Mike Clevenger this year. Over, under. Wow, I know you're pessimistic about Clevenger. I just wanted to hear how pessimistic. Ten wins, highly unlikely. How many guys on the roster had ten wins last year? One, One 
two? I don't think Snell got there. Hold on. Musgrove, uh, but he was like one. He had one. One. That's what I thought. It's Musgrove. He went eleven and nine. Shit. How did Darvish finish? I know like Darvish was bad for a long time, but he was also great for like two months, and he finished eight and eleven. Yikes. We need some bounce back years from pretty much everyone on our starting pitching. <laughs> Clevenger's never going to go long enough to be able to qualify for wins. That's going to be the problem. I just, I just want to, I want to like isolate that sound and play it in every future episode of Padres Hot Tub. We need bounce back years from pretty much everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of outside of Fernando Tatis when he played. And Manny Machado, did anybody? And Jake Cronenworth, did anyone play up to expectations last year? Musgrove. Oh, I mean, no, you're forgetting one, and it's a guy who's not on the Padres anymore. I know he signed somewhere, I forget where, but Mark Melanson, the shark. Ooh, he, I don't know, because he gave up a lot of, he gave up a lot of hits, and it seemed like he was always in trouble, and at the end of the year, he couldn't get a save. He did have one of the highest whips, like, of anyone on the Padres, uh, but somehow finished with an ERA of 2.2. So, yeah, some of that's luck. Maybe veteran guile. Um, yeah. There's a lot that's going to get figured out in a hurry here, guys. I know. Like, that's kind of what worries me, though. Like, things are going to move so fast and furious that, like, it's going to be hard for them to grab a hold on to what the hell's going on. That's why I'm still in this slight wait and see mode. I'm, I'm emerging from this cocoon. I can't dive into the happy pool yet completely. Is Eric Hosmer going to get traded? Is Will Myers going to get traded? If so, how are we going to convert the money? You know, Oakland's about to sell half the team. Are we going to try and package one of those guys in a Matt Olson trade in, in some way, shape or form? Or is, does Bob have a wish list? You know, an ABC wish list of, of ex-Oakland players that he wants to go get. Uh, we don't know any of this stuff. How is Niebla going to impact a, a pitcher like Snell or Musgrove or Darvish? Uh, all of these things that are going to unfold over time, but the roster issues, like 300 and something dominoes are about to fall in the next week plus. So, yikes, domino storm. Domino storm. Uh, the one thing to remember, uh, and I will, I'll, I'll let, I'll let Caleb, Caleb get out of here since he muted himself. Uh, if anyone else wants to join us, just raise your hand. Uh, happy to, to let you join the show. Um, the one thing that I want to like, we had a heavy focus on it in the beginning of last season. We should probably have a heavy focus on it again. The beginning of this season is like, I want to do the thing where I count innings again, uh, expected innings and see like if the Padres have enough pitching and like I don't want the answer to be like yeah they have enough as long as Mackenzie Gore throws a hundred innings um because <laughs> now I'm looking at a different I'm, I'm looking at last year's roster and like I'm remembering there was there was a point and it's when everyone just kind of gave up on the Padres and things got really sad but there was a point where they simply ran out of pitching mm -hmm. and things got really sad Holy shit, I did not know that Javi Garris pitched three and a half innings last year. I thought he just retired. Um, but like I'm looking through the list of people that pitched for the Padres last year, and it's just giving me like very violent, horrible acid flashbacks. Like I'm gonna list off some names. I want you to react to each one of these, Craig, in some way, shape, or form. And I think the reaction to most of them is just gonna be like a, a punch to the gut. But, like, here are some names. These are guys that actually pitched for the San Diego Padres last year. <clears throat> Sean Anderson. Yeah, that J happened. James Norwood. Exists. Um, Jake Arrieta. Um, yeah, don't remind. Why'd you have to remind me? Vince I'd almost forgotten. Remember, remember when they 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 like got a glimmer of hope in their eye over Vince Velasquez for some reason? Just like everyone has remembering that one start he had when he struck out fifteen Padres back in twenty fifteen or whatever. Right, right. There's so many bad names here. Um, Pedro Avila, 
uh, Aaron Northcraft, who I saw they just signed to another minor league contract. I I mean, I will never sully the good name of Daniel Camarena, so we're just going to scroll right past him and his 9.64 ERA um, because he gave us everything. He gave us everything. Yeah, I I have so many unanswered questions that I have pushed to the side because... you know, there was much more important things Mm -hmm. to answer. And now that those important things are settled, like I'm right back to like, can we expect anything this year from Chris Paddock or does he need Tommy John surgery? Like these are the questions I want answered. Ooh, look, we have a bunch of people that want to join us. Let's see what kind of questions or things that they want to talk about. First up is our beloved GM of the Packers. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? What's up, Steve? Hanging uh, out. I'm, exci- I'm just excited. Finally. Just, you know, just been getting stuff done at the stadium. Just hoping to God that they would get this deal done, you know, since I couldn't comment on anything. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait to talk Padre baseball finally. Uh, unfortunately, watching games at 10 o'clock at night is going to kind of suck. But, um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for, uh, you know, who they're going to get in left field. I, I got a gut feeling they're going after Suzuki from Japan. I really do. And I can see Cruz as their DH as well. I, I have a feeling he's going to do something. And I think, um, I think they're going to spend some money. I, I just got a gut feeling some weird things are going to happen here in the next two weeks. Well, I'll, I'll be excited about Suzuki if that happens. Um, I, I always reserve judgment until it happens. Uh, there's some other left fielders I wouldn't be that excited about. You know, we've talked about Castellanos before, and I'm not into that level of investment uh, for a player that really looks like Will Myers in so many ways. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all the questions in the world are really, as you were talking through the pitching, John, right there, you know, how is the roster composition different from 2021? We've got a top-heavy group of starters we're hoping are going to be better than they were last year. And our backup plan is shrug, gnome machine. You know, like, it's it's, it's not there right now. And that's what the next couple weeks will show is what, you know, I guess Nick Martinez is part of the depth. Uh, you know, that, that could be potentially really exciting. You know, uh, is Gore part of the question? You know, wait, the, the no, question wait, hold on. part of the I've... I have an I have an honest to god question and you may or may not have the answer to this. So, we're going to have like a speed round of free agency here, right? But Yes. One of the important things that usually happens right before the beginning of spring training is arbitration. And like for those that don't know how arbitration works, like the team basically submits here's what we'd like to pay the player. The player submits, here's what I'd like to make. And if they can't come to an agreement, an arbiter gets in the middle of it and basically picks which one he thinks is he or she thinks is most fair. It's not the quickest process. And the Padres have like some really important players that are in arbitration years. So like, are they reporting tomorrow? Do they have contracts? Is arbitration happening, like, tomorrow? I'm very confused about that. Because, like, that's like a third of the league is in arbitration years, pretty much. Like, has that been addressed at all, anywhere? Has anyone seen that? No? Not all. Bueller? Yeah, I haven't seen anything on that at all. Like, I I was just looking through, and I, like, because I was going to say to Craig, like, the swing piece on the starting rotation last year and and maybe even this year is Denelson Lamette. If Denel- if Denelson Lamette is healthy and can give you 150 innings, the math all works out. It's great. Sure. But like he probably pitched what 30 innings last year. I'm not looking it up. He probably pitched like 30 innings last year, and that is really what kind of screwed up the math in their starting rotation. That and um, Morejon getting hurt. So, like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of ready to buy into the, the Lamette spell all over again. But, like, he has to get through arbitration. They have to offer him arbitration at first. And then, you know, they have to do the whole back and forth thing. So, like, I don't even know if he's on the team next year. 
Well, this this gets back, Steve, to what I was saying before in terms of there's not enough time. Yeah. It's, it's March 10th. You know, no one's on other than the guys already signed. No one's anywhere. People aren't even in camp. And April 7th is opening day. That, that's not that's not enough time. So we're no. going to have spring training baseball that counts like we saw before. You know, uh, we're, we're going to have that for the first month or six weeks of the season, I think. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I think I'm going back to Mackenzie Gore, you know, I am a little higher on him than a lot of people. I think I when I was in the Cali, I got to see him pitch like five or six times. The, the stuff on that kid is it's nuts. It's insane how good his stuff is. And I'm just hoping Nebula can just fix his new delivery or whatever they're doing to him. But I, it, he was dominant. And I know it was high A and all that stuff, but he was still going after He was going against guys who are, you know, top draft picks, and he was just dominating. And then he actually had success up in Amarillo when they were, when Amarillo was the, the Padres affiliate when he was up there. So I still have some high hopes for him, and I'm, I'm just hoping, you know, if he can be a solid, like, four or five starter, I'd, I'd be stoked. But that might be a year from now. But still, if we can get some innings out of him, I'd, I'd be ecstatic. You know, the other thing, too, and Jeff brought him up earlier, there is a chance that Ryan Weathers is better this year. I mean, shouldn't there be? He's a young pitcher. He took his lumps. What if he does come out and pitch significantly better? Next, you know, well, pitch Craig, more. It's, I know it's been a while, but do you remember my stance on Ryan Weathers last year? That he should have been a reliever? Jesus, no, man. It's been so long. No, my stance on Ryan Weathers was that he was good until he broke his ankle or oh yeah until he broke his ankle yeah and then he was trash with the broken bones in his foot that he was pitching through and so my stance is basically if ryan weathers comes back and he's healthy he's a good pitcher i know i'm kind of alone in that but i think he's a good pitcher yeah see i mean his secondary stuff wasn't good enough and maybe it is just simply that but he was pitching to a ton of luck before the injury as well so the the luck also caught up to him. I I think he needs to have better command and he needs to have a better secondary uh, pitch. But hopefully it's just injury. But he's young. Young pitchers. My point is, young pitchers get better, and there's a chance he can get better. There is. All right, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we got a couple other people that want to jump in here, so I'm gonna kick you out. I'm gonna add one of them. It's our golfing buddy, Chris. Hey, Chris. What's up, guys? How we doing? Great. How are you, Chris? We're celebrating. Um, excited. I mean, we're getting baseball back, so that is a very good thing and something I truly did not think was going to happen. So I'm I'm very excited about that aspect. What do you tell you? It's just still you... sinking in. It's like Woodsy with his edible there. It's still it's still sinking in. Hasn't fully hit me yet. Yeah, no, I was I was talking to some friends earlier and they were talking about, oh, hey, you know, like it's back. I'm like, is it really back yet? Like, I'm, I'm not truly sure when that's actually going to be. So, I mean, obviously, you know, it seems the wheels are in motion. And once the guys are on the field, I think that's what it will truly hit. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of uh, hits and edibles, um, I had an idea. I'm going to run this past you two gentlemen. So a couple weeks ago, I sent a tweet to at Padres basically saying, uh, I would like some better coffee options at Petco Park. The coffee options are trash. They used to be better. They used to have Ryan Brothers coffee. There's all sorts of really great coffee roasters in San Diego, and none of them are represented at Petco Park these days. Uh, the coffee is served at like the you know concession stand where you get like a hot dog, whatever those ones are called. Uh, and it's quote-unquote Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but half the concession stands don't have them. The ones that do, they burn the coffee. It's awful. I want actual good coffee at Petco Park. But then I had a thought earlier today, which is if I can walk into a store and Craig can walk into a store and Chris can walk into a store and we can buy 
edible, you know, gummies or something like that, and then take them as long as we, you know, show our card, show that we're of age. We live in California. This is all legal in this state, not federally legal, but legal by the state. That's fine. (laughs) Why can't they sell it at Petco Park? Like, why can't, you know where they have the, like, six craft beer stands right next to each other? Why can't there just be a seventh that sells, like, edible gummies? Would that be bad for a baseball game? Yes. Why? Don't you have to be of an age to go into that store? Don't you? Yeah, have to I mean, be, it's the same wait, age no, 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 yeah, yeah. Don't you have to be of a certain age to yes. lose? Yeah, exactly. You have to be of a certain age to to buy alcohol and drink alcohol. It's the same thing. They'll just card you. Check your ID. Uh, I think Check your ID. Yeah, she's right. Put her on, Chris. She's right. John, yeah, John says you're right. No, no, she can, she can hear. Like she's got the other headphone in right now. Right. We were listening in the car on the drive back. But um, the other thing is, like, did the Rockies actually sell brownies in their stadium at one point, or am I like did mistaken really? on that aspect? I'm looking this up right now. I, I, I thought I had read something about that. Yeah, but I, I don't understand why they don't sell it yet. I'm sure that's something we'll see in the next couple of years. But I mean, yeah, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with like having an edible or maybe just having like some THC infused drinks while you're at the ballpark. Like I don't see a problem with that. Exactly. The rumor that the Rockies were selling uh, pot brownies at Coors field was apparently just a rumor and not actually true. Alas. Disappointing. Disappointing. I, I, do I think did... there's a California law about like, you need to have like walls around <laughs> the pot. I don't think you could just have it at an open air stand, but I, you know, what, what times they are changing. Does that count? <laughs> they, they, yeah they, they just yeah make it part of the team store or give them like that that little wine store that no one ever goes into like just give them that and like here we're selling you little gummies it could be you know yes park in the park would work too yeah yeah exactly park at the park you could do that um i i did have one actual baseball related question uh since we were doing over under i figured we'd, we'd do like a little this or that just gonna talk about weed? i like that so uh, I was wondering what you guys think. Who's going to play more games? Is it Kim at second or Cronenworth at first? That's I, I want no part of any of that. That's that's an impossible. Hold on. Kim Dreams, at second. wishes. I'm going to take those? Kim at second. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like you, you end up with a lot of situations where Kim at second means Cronenworth at first. So... In that regards, it's probably pretty equal. Like, is there a scenario where Cronenworth would play at first and someone else would play at second? And is there a scenario where Kim would play at second and Cronenworth's not at first? Maybe. Yes, absolutely. I think yeah, the latter... I think that's where it's more so is is the fact that there is somebody else that could potentially be playing first base, and I hope to God he's not on the roster right now. But uh, if he is, that guy's probably going to get some starts at first base. And otherwise, uh, you know, that's where Cronenworth takes those starts from Kim. So I just, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting thing to think about. How do you think well, the players what... got alerted that like a deal was made? Like, do you think it was just like a text chain? And do you think there's any chance they just left Hosmer off of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you know, loves Hosmer. He's yeah, loves yeah, Mandy and Hosmer probably had a conversation, but but Hosmer was probably too busy, you know, hitting balls that his wife was fielding in the in the machine to get ready hit those ground balls into the in, into play. Love and I just want to tack on because I didn't, because I got interrupted three times that um, the scenario that you, neither one of you mentioned is the most likely one, which is Kim at second base, Cronenworth at shortstop during Fernando's two disabled list stints. Wow. Wow. You could have said DH, right? You, you could have wow. said DH. Oh, pain. what a villain. Yeah. <laughs> all right boys well well hopefully we can get out on the links soon i've got some wings that are calling my name right now that i'm gonna get Let's into do it. but uh but we'll, we'll keep listening yeah we'll, we'll get back out there soon okay guys all right man take it easy all right craig i don't even want to do a podcast with you anymore after that that was evil that was not <laughs> fun uh Bapip roberts uh t- tell tell everyone why craig is a villain because he's uh, advocating for a Tatis injury, maybe? Exactly. I didn't he's advocate for it. I said the most likely scenario. I'm the only one with logic around here. That, well, yeah. It's likely he's going to miss some games, to be honest. Hopefully it's you know less than 10. That'll be an over-under for the season, too. How many games is he going to miss due to injury? Totally. But, Guys, um, I'm, si- I'm sitting here dreaming about Clevenger and Lamette, and you're throwing Tatis injuries at me like this is a time to be rational and reasonable. 
I mean, I, know, I, don't know so if you guys, I don't know if you guys ever played Tecmo Super Bowl, but of course. when that player got out of the hospital and everyone was cheering, I think hopefully that'll be the pottery season this year where they're not going back to the hospital because I can't deal with another season like last year's. It was probably one of the, you know, disappointing ones, to be honest. Do I remember correctly? Does that guy come out of the hospital, but he's still in a stretcher? No, they come out running, and then like the nurse and the um, doctor are at the top of the hospital, kind of um, saying goodbye to him. So, got you know, it. Okay. Good time, second Super Bowl. <laughs> I have. It's been a while. Uh, it's a long while. All right, Bapip Roberts, what's your what's your over under on Jerickson's profile batting average this year? I'd say two fifty. Six. I, I think see. the DH is gonna is gonna help him. The OBP might be better, but as far as batting average itself, I think high two fifties. Yeah, that's a good point. Someone was mentioning earlier that Nelson Cruz was gonna end up the DH of this team, and I'm like, they already have a DH. It's it's Jerks and Profar. Um, <laughs> what you said two fifty six. Yeah, that would be. The highest batting average he's ever had in a season that was not sixty games long. Okay, so oh, wow. like I just hesitated before I did the under because I thought <laughs> I would get more villain talk, and I'm like, what he am hit, I now? Am I hit, dark he, Craig? Am I Craig after hours? What am I? He hit so no I Craig after it. hours is 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 also known as Craig OnlyFans. Uh, Jerkson <laughs> Profar hit two seventy eight in that magical shortened season. Uh, and every other season, uh, he has hit 254 or below. So, probably not. But, hey, we can dream, right? Maybe the DH really helps him that much. Maybe he's just getting gassed playing, uh, you know, defense. Hey, and here's something. Is there any real... Do we really... We really need to spend money to sign 42-year-old Nelson Cruz no, to be our you. DH when we no, could just rotate in you. Manny and... Fernando and Cronenworth and maybe get Hosmer off first base, et cetera. I, I also like the idea of getting, you know, Kim in the lineup on a more regular basis using the DH profile in the lineup without uh, having him play, you know, left field. Um, there's there's a lot of benefits to to having the DH with this team and not having it be, you know, Nelly Cruz uh, going up there, you know, every single day. Although I haven't looked at a Nelson Cruz stat line in about five years. Maybe he's still great. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, I might go for a, I don't know, trade for a Miguel Sano, maybe kind of a guy who's been under under the radar as far as performance and, you know, hope for the best. At least he's he has power, and that's kind of what we need right now. I think the Giants proved it last year. If you hit enough homers, you're probably going to get in the playoffs. Nelson Cruz has gotten MVP votes in six of the last eight seasons, and he's been an all-star in five of those seats. Is Nelson Cruz a Hall of Famer? I don't, that's not, a, I don't, I'm not comfortable with any of that. I thought he was much worse than this. How many homers is he? If he hits 500, I think he might be considered. He has 450 right now. Yeah, I think he could. If he hits 500, he's in his 40s. I think it's a good achievement. I think that might push him through. Well, in his last two years, he hit 32 last year. He hit 16 the year before. So getting to 50 may not. He might be 45, 46 by the time he can get to 50. And I don't know. I don't feel like he's going to be jacking him out of the park when he's 46 years old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not comfortable. So have, I'm, I'm not comfortable with Nelson Cruz Hall of Fame talk. Sorry. Speaking of scenarios, I have a question going way into the future about this new uh, playoff format. Let's do it. So basically, it looks like the top two are going to get a bye, and then number three seed, meaning a division winner, and then three wild cards, right? I believe that's how Craig explained it, yeah. And then three-game series, I think, goes to the higher seed and et cetera. So I guess in a way, I think it incentivizes the season where you're going to have the top two seeds, unless they're really you know separated from the rest of the pack playing. Uh, up until the end of the season to get locked those two spots. And then even if you're a wild card, I think you're forced to, you know, be the higher seed just to have home field if you're the first wild card instead of, you know, playing at the number three division winner. So 
I mean, potentially, if you're looking at kind of like a crystal ball, if the Padres make it, let's say, first seed, and then the Mets make it or someone else, at least you're playing three at home compared to, you know, going to, let's say, Atlanta or um, some other place, Milwaukee maybe, or something like that. So I think it incentivizes teams kind of like, and you don't miss out on, big, you know, exciting teams, young teams like Toronto. So I think they might have actually done something good, which I never thought, you know, the commissioner's office would do. So just want to get your thoughts, kind of like crystal ball, if if, if you feel it's going to work out as far as competitive-wise and maybe also looking into the Padres' future. I, I desperately want to hear Craig's thoughts on this because I know how much he's against uh, playoff expansion, but the way that you explained it, it does sound like uh, they have incentivized uh, winning in the regular season. So, Craig, counterpoint. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I don't think I necessarily was a hundred percent against playoff expansion. I there is a there was a much more uh, a much different time that I grew up in, where a, a Giants team could win one hundred two games and not make the playoffs, and I don't necessarily think that's better. Um, you know, I, I think if you have a great season, making the playoffs should be a, a reward. And it used to be part of the whole baseball will break your heart. You know, and baseball is the toughest sport, you know. And, and again, if you lean into that, you can be a Blake Trinan purist. Um, I do think that having an extra playoff spot means you've got three or four more teams in contention. And it means that there was some uh, upward pressure to compete um you know compared to this draft lottery thing i i still think the bottom eight teams don't give a crap and will try and be as bad as they possibly can but if 22 teams are trying that's an improvement exactly you know what else it does it makes the uh the trade deadline more fun because it makes more yes. teams think that they're in it and therefore, more teams trying to make moves at the trade deadline. Now, that hasn't exactly worked out well for the Padres in the last couple of years, but it's still more fun. All right. Last person that's going to join us because I'm getting tired of this. Uh, a man 619, Amon 619. How's it going? Uh, my name is Alex. It's just a man. Uh, <laughs> hey, Alex. How's it going? I'm actually uh, in Mississippi. Uh, I grew up in San Diego, but I live in Mississippi now, so. Dude, uh, no, no offense. That is a step down. <laughs> I was actually uh, stationed in uh, the Gulf Coast of Mississippi for four years, so that's why I was down here. But Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was just curious what you guys' thoughts are on the uh, no-runner on second for the extra innings now. Um, I was just curious what you guys thought about that. Um, you know... I, I, on one level, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Amen. I'm happy because, um, I always felt like on one hand, as a consumer of the sport and John and I, as guys who go to games, no, I don't necessarily need to be there until three in the morning. Uh, you know, as I once did, uh, at the, at the 22 inning game where Russ Swan pitched uh, six shutout innings for the the Rockies in the middle of the night. Um, I, I don't need to be at that. I'd be happy if it wrapped up after 11. And as such, I always appreciated the thought behind the, the ghost runner at second. You know, I, I was like, Hey, put a runner at second, then put a runner at first and second, then load the bases, you know, let's get out of here. Um, but the thing is, I also thought because of that, you should have like a point system where if you win in nine innings, you get full credit. And if you get to this goofy bonus baseball, it counts as like an overtime loss, essentially. So, uh, you know, and I work in a sport that does that, and I worked in hockey that did that. But seeing as we're not doing any of that shit, let's go ahead and play nine innings. Let's go ahead and do regular, you know, extra innings and uh, suffer through. I mean, maybe in the rules committee change after they have some – 19 inning games in April when nobody's ready because they only had three weeks to put their staff together, then maybe next year they'll be very amenable to uh, have having something that, that changes extra inning. All right. So first of all, uh, I'm not going to be rude like Craig. Alex, thank you for your service. Uh, secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, wow. My, <laughs> secondly, uh, I, 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 
echo everything Craig said, but I'm I'm going to continue to hammer home. Like, this is the only baseball point in which I have not changed sides. I've changed sides on Universal DH. I've changed sides on everything. I continue to never change sides on this exact point. Baseball games should be nine innings long, period. End of story. They should not go 12 innings or 15 innings or 20 innings ever. They should go nine innings. If the game is tied at the end of nine innings, it is tied. Either factor ties into your standings or do it on some sort of point system like soccer or or hockey does, uh, like Craig was talking about. There is absolutely no fucking reason to be playing more than nine innings of baseball. These teams are constructed in a way, the roster construction of 26 players, I think it is now, uh, is done because that's the amount of players you need to play a nine inning game about five or six games a week. Once you play a game that's like 18 innings long, it fucks up your whole week. Sometimes it fucks up your whole month. It is stupid. It's pointless. Nobody enjoys it. Not the fans that are there. Not the fans that are watching on TV. Not the players. Not the umpires. Not the coaches. Everyone fucking hates it. The game should be nine innings long. Ties are fine. Like, people are like, oh, ties are blah, blah, blah. Football has ties. Soccer has ties. Hockey has ties. Those sports are fine with ties. No one's running away from those sports because they have ties occasionally. Like, I I can't stress enough that one of the things that holds baseball back from being, like, a more exciting sport for young people to get into is, A, the games start too late, and B, the games go on forever. And they're like, oh, we're going to speed it up with a pitch clock. We're going to speed it up with this. We're going to speed it up with that. Like, that's all great. But just make sure they never play more than nine innings. And that is the best thing you could possibly do. Because then someone who's watching in the eighth inning knows I only have to get through one more inning. And then the game is over. It's not this shit where it's like 2-2 in the eighth inning. And you're like, well, do I stay up for another four hours potentially? Or do I go to bed now? It's stupid as shit. Not that I'm well, going to expect to change, but yes. Well, especially if uh, you know you have a day game the next next day, it's even shittier for the, for the exactly, teams. exactly. I hate I hate everything that's not a nine inning baseball game. I'm so glad we got to end on this point. This was great, Alex. Once again, thank you for your service. I apologize for crap. Alex, thank you for your service, and <laughs> John. Thank that. you for being a dick. All right, let's get out of here. I'll talk to you in a few days, Craig. Well, I thought we were going golfing tomorrow. Maybe. I'll let you know. Yikes.